0: talk louder like this louder than that my goodness
1: (laughs) Kevin (laughs) I just need you to scream in this podcast oh shit oh shit oh shit what's good everybody welcome to the second episode of the Anhedonic Headphones Podcast 2. Electric Boogaloo, in case you did not listen to the first episode of the podcast. And hey, that's okay. I'm not mad about it or anything. My name is Kevin Krein, and this podcast is an extension of the music website and Hedonic Headphones. But this podcast is not about me, folks. It is about my co-workers at my day job, where I interview them about music, uh, whether it be their new favorite thing right now or music that has made an impact on on their lives. That's what we're going to talk about. On today's episode, my co-worker, Wesley Frazier. Heyo! You ready? Yeah, let's Let's do this. Let's do this thing. Um, so, Wes... Kevin, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for being a guest on the podcast. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So you and I have worked together for the exact same amount of time. <clears throat> yes, because... an, an
0: unfortunate <laughs> amount of
1: time. <laughs> um, because you <clears throat> and I started at the exact same time. We were in the same training, like, orientation. Yeah,
0: us and uh, <clears throat> that, old, what's that, her name? that one girl.
1: Her name is Madeline, I think. Who cares? Miss Personality? Yeah. 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 I knew she was not long for this world, but Dude, here yeah. you and I are, two and a half years later. Yeah, still, I, even,
0: I even quit in the
1: process. And, to get a hug out of me. Yep. And you got that hug. And I would do it again. And now you're back. <laughs> so, you have picked four songs. Yes. Using the loose criteria that I had given you. And two of them were completely expected. Of course. Given uh, the conversations that we have regularly at work. And two of them were surprises. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, I didn't know (laughs) I didn't expect you to pick a song from Swiss Army Man.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay. We'll we'll talk about that (laughs) at great length. (laughs) Pass the road to That you never call home. Where they turned out your lights, though they say you'll never know.
0: I remember running through the wet grass, falling a step behind. Both of us never tired,
1: desperately wanting. Let's start with Better Than Ezra. Yep. Desperately wanting. Desperately wanting. This is um probably would you say that this is their best known song? I would
0: probably have to say so. Uh that and uh what's that song? Good. Good? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, an excellent hit of theirs. But uh yeah, Desperately Wanting. Um I was actually unfamiliar with Better Than Ezra. For the better part of my life. How is and, that uh, possible? <clears throat> well, you know, I mean... How did you live through the 90s and not know about I mean, Benetra? I mean, was, I was a child. I, <laughs> okay. I didn't know any better. But um, <laughs> I, I had heard them. Uh-huh. I recognized some of their songs. Okay. But I'd never really aimed to listen to them. Okay. Until um, I was at the Green County Fair in Springfield, Missouri. Yes. Um, which, mind you, is a county fair, and somehow they booked the Fun in the Sun tour featuring, uh, Sugar Ray, Uncle Cracker, Eve Six, and of course, Better Than Ezra, who, uh, they were fortunate enough to get to close the show, uh, so I was sitting in the, um... Bleachers. Yeah, did you pay for the, like uh, big tickets, good tickets? Uh yes, I paid sixteen dollars <laughs> to see this show. And uh, You get four you get four bands for sixteen
1: dollars yeah, at a county it was, fair.
0: It was pretty awesome and it was pretty
1: telling of uh Where all those artists are where at where right they now. are now. I mean So this is like, like what, four or five years ago? Um <clears throat> yeah, four or five sounds about right. Um. And so you, this that was like your first introduction, You're like your introduction to Better Than Ezra is like a, hearing their music in person and being like, this is a good band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, you... there were
0: songs that I recognized, okay. but okay. like having heard them before, I wouldn't been all
1: like, oh yeah, Better Than Ezra. That's you my jam. You went to this concert to see Eve Six, though, correct? Yes. Okay. Um,
0: I was really excited to see them. I. <clears throat> had had opportunities in the past to see them. Yeah. But uh, failed. Oh no. Um, and so I was like oh whatever we can troll around the the fair a little bit and then uh, you know I'm sure they're not opening and uh, they, were, they were. sure as shit yeah. they were opening and I heard a song from off in the distance so I had to run. Oh
1: no. To see them and uh I what, mean... What's, it, the, uh, what's the opening set length like at, like, a four-band bill at the county fair? Uh, so Eve Six played for... Like a half hour? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. there was, like, six
0: or seven songs. Okay, and, all uh, right, okay. Some, some chit-chat in between. Sure, as one does. As one does. Um, but, uh, yeah, Better Than Ezra.
1: Closing it out? Closing
0: it out, closing the whole show down, uh... And mind you, I haven't been to a lot of concerts. Sure. Um, but this was by far the greatest pyrotechnics show I have ever seen in my life. It was pretty awesome uh, with a 17 minute rendition of Desperately Wanting.
1: the show with it yeah well it's because the song you you paid part of your 16 dollars to see because when you you look at a four band bill like that you're you're like uncle cracker he's gonna play follow me he did (laughs) so you you got that one took that one off the list sugar ray is gonna (laughs) do like every morning yep and fly yep and uh someday yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, and maybe one from their first album, the where they were like a harder rock band, like a real hard rock band. You know, I don't know. I I can't remember. Okay. That well. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah. But you you you're like okay, Sugar Ray's gonna play their hits. Yep, and
0: they 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 did. You know, they played all of the crowd favorites and uh,
1: um and then you're like Eve Six, they will play they're two very popular MTV singles Yes, here's to the night um, and um I don't think they played here's to the what? night they 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 played what? they played that
0: one song from that one movie that I don't remember I don't that you're being
1: awfully vague
0: yeah that's about <laughs> that's about where I was Was
1: it um did they they played the um the rendezvous that I'm through with you they play that one yeah yeah so, Better Than Ezra closing it down, did they get like an hour? You know, it 45 felt, minutes? It, it felt, felt longer? It felt like uh, an eternity. <laughs>
0: Not to say that in a bad sense, but it, uh... The sun was up when they started.
1: And it was down. And it was when, down. I mean, so it may had I, to
0: be for the pyro. May
1: I ask? Uh, I've been a fan of Better Than Ezra for a very, very long time. And I've never seen them live. And I would never associate the expression pyrotechnics display with better than Ezra.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have to change your mind of
1: thought mode. <laughs> Because boy oh boy. But I wanna know like what did what do they have? Do they have like uh, fireworks? Do they have like like big bursts of flames coming up from the stage? Uh maybe not necessarily bursts of flames, but yeah, I mean they were they were shooting their
0: fireball sparkles and, like, and um... back you
1: Something For else. such a dark song, too. This is like—is th- this your favorite Better Than Ezra song?
0: I would have to say it is. Yeah. Because it's... when you
1: when you and I first began speaking about Better Than Ezra at work, it was because you had made a radio station on your Google Radio doodab that was called Desperately Wanting Radio, right? Or was it Better Than Ezra Radio?
0: Uh, it, it is specifically geared
1: De- towards Desperately Wanting. So, and that's the first song that would always play yeah. when you started the list. Yeah. So do you know what the song is about? Have you done any, re- any research about the, the meaning behind it or anything? Um, no, but okay. I, would, I
0: would assume it has something to do with, you know, super depressing things like wanting to die or yeah. know, overdose. It's or...
1: about, it's, it's about suicide, but it's, it's, it's strongly believe that it's about the suicide of their lead guitarist oh, okay. who was in the band before they had, signed to Electra and re-released uh deluxe in 95. Interesting. So, and I just went on genius.com, my favorite website, and looked it up. Oh, Cuz gotcha. I knew it was I knew it was about something serious, but I I was never 100% sure and I I didn't want to sound like a buffoon during this conversation if you were like Talking about the deeper meaning behind the song. No, no, no. There's okay. none of that. Okay. Is this just a your jam? You better as a yeah, jam. Okay. As okay. you would say, that song slaps. It does this does slap. Um, have you researched the rest of this album? Friction baby? I have not. You should listen to the whole thing from start to finish. I think I will. It's really good. It's have you listened to their third album? How does your garden grow? I have no idea. Okay. I just listen to the music.
0: Um, I I don't worry about meanings or albums
1: albums or whatever. That's okay. If I like a song, I like like a a song. song. That's fine. Okay. All right. Cool. (laughs) Would you see Better Than Ezra again in not a county fair setting? I would absolutely probably
0: maybe go and see them at, you know, Mystic Lake or... Which is actually funny. Um, I... Checked out the tour because while I was living in Missouri, uh, my friend living here in Minnesota mm-hmm. is a huge Eve Six fan. Okay, and I told him, you know, hey, they're playing a show at uh, whatever casino up in Hinkley. So you know, they they do the they do the casino circuit. Sure. So sure. You know, if they came by Mystic Lake or Treasure Island, yeah, sure. If I had nothing better going on,
1: I think they. I think it was last summer they were on a tour with Bare Naked Ladies. Now that the, would absolutely. Have and they were say. at they were at Mystic. Oh I goodness! Think. Yeah, I can't believe that I both of us slept on that one. Yeah,
0: but, no, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> next time. <laughs>
1: <We'll> <laughs> match up next time. talk about sixpence pence and the
0: richer oh yeah yeah um, we can we can certainly talk about that <laughs> there's you know i mean there's some good feelings some some really bad feelings you know whoever's out there oh listening no might, yeah. shots
1: fired um so this requires a little bit of setup first i want to ask so this was on the list of talking points to pick music for for the podcast one of the like criteria is like pick a song that you didn't like when it first came out, but ha- time has allowed you to kind of realize that you do like it or you have appreciated it more. Is this that song for you? Or have you always, since 1998, <laughs> liked Sixpence and I'm the Richer's Kiss Me?
0: Um, I would say that I have not always okay. liked okay. this song. Um, this would definitely be the one to fall into that category. Um, it's one of those songs that you hear it at the time, and you associate it with, you know, back in the day when every song had to do with, like, a specific movie. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like songs were written for movies. And, you know, that just wasn't really my thing. Uh, Have you seen but, She's uh, All
1: That? No. Um, I, uh, I didn't see it when it came out because I was like you. I was... uh probably 14 or 15 when it came out. I'm like, this doesn't look like my kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And this song, at the time, I was like, this is not my jam. Mm -mm. I would go so far as to say the 15-year-old me would argue that this song does not slap, but the 35-year-old me is like, this song slaps. So what you're saying is 35-year-old you would slap Fifteen years. Yes, know, I would. Yes. I would have okay. that is that what it means when a song slaps You're, I don't you think wanna, so. I don't think you, so. I don't know. Go back in time and find your young self and be like, you don't appreciate good pop music, you son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly.
0: Down by the
1: Uh, I don't know. At what point I, I came around to be like, you know, this is this is actually pretty good. It might have been once it started coming up in your Google Radio doodab. Yeah, honestly,
0: that's when it started.
1: <laughs> that's when it started for me too. Like the song came
0: on, and you know, it's just sort of playing in the background, and I'm hearing snippets of it. Yeah. So I, you know, I check what song is playing. Yeah. I'm like, well, we're gonna back this
1: up. And uh, and then you walked by, and yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit, this is my jam." Yeah,
0: exactly. I think and, uh,
1: I think the nostalgia kind of hit me all at once because that opening guitar riff is so iconic. And I was like, "Yeah, you know, this is a pretty solid banger. Like, this is this is pretty good." And I I think I may have made a grave error in not appreciating this more at the time. And it's really been nice to kind of like hear it again all the time at work all the time when you're playing it on your this song and only this song radio station well you know i i try when
0: i find songs that seem to you know raise the mood
1: bring the bring the group together yeah yeah, Yeah, yeah. bring the group together Uh, i i
0: have even actually stated before that this is one of the songs that i play when kevin seems like he's having a bad day (laughs)
1: Bless your heart for doing that. It's very kind yeah, yeah. of you to to go out of your way to be like sixpence. We need to bring the mood up here.
0: Yeah, cuz like I'm totally upset if I have to play such an awesome song <laughs> just for your sake. <laughs>
1: So the thing we do want to discuss, or I don't know if you really want to discuss this because it's still such a touchy issue, is that, so once you and I determined that this was a good song, um, subjectively a good song, like I never was like word for word, lyrically Kiss Me by Sixpence and the Richer is amazing. It's just a good pop song and it makes me nostalgic for the 90s. Yeah. Um, my wife and my boss are in a band together and they they work out covers they rearrange things to be acoustic guitar and bassoon and they do covers and occasionally i will like toss a song out and suggest that they take a look at it and take it under advisement sometimes they do sometimes they don't this was one of the ones that you and i were both lobbying for yeah and they tried and it wasn't working and they said it was dumb they and, said it was dumb. I think I don't think I heard that. I part. think I think my wife was like, It's not a good song. And um, I was like, You take that back right now and you're gonna hurt Wesley's feelings. My feelings are hurt right now. <laughs> I didn't I heard that they couldn't find a way to make it work. For no, them. they they were just like this is this is not a good song and we don't wanna yeah, it was just like not happening. And so like I didn't wanna like I was trying to find the courage to tell you About this, because it like it hurt me, because I was like, shit, I can't believe I suggested this, and they just totally were like, fuck this, we don't want to try this, this is awful. I'm like, man, Wes is gonna be devastated. And then Paige, Paige told you, right? She was like, hey, sorry, it didn't work out with that. And you were like, wait, what? What? What are we doing now? You're not gonna, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I
0: want to say that the conversation started from Paige saying something like, did Kevin tell you? And uh, and you're like, tell me what? Well, my automatic reaction was like, oh no, Kevin is leaving, and Paige knows that we're we're work buds, and you know she's just like Kevin's not gonna be back anymore. And then no, as, I'm gonna be back. Yeah. And Where else as, am I gonna go? Yeah, exactly. I'm the animal shelter. I'm <laughs> sure that, <laughs> my days off. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, and then I asked, oh, "What no. are you talking about?" And she said, "Yeah, we're not doing that song." And oh no, you know, like oh. I didn't really care all that much, and but still really care. don't. But I said, "Well, here's an opportunity to fuck with Kevin," <laughs> and I I acted very upset. But um, no, it's good, you know, whatever, no hard feelings. Ha ha. <sighs> that was so
1: <laughs> convincing. No hard feelings. As you're gonna like as after you leave, you're gonna cue that song up, you're gonna turn it up as loud as your car stereo goes, and you're to drown out your sobbing.
0: Yeah, no, I'll probably sit out there for roughly three minutes and twenty-six seconds. You'll (laughs) you'll probably hear it playing from my car as I sob uncontrollably. Spinnings in your
1: head. Your mind tricked you to feel the pain of someone close to you leaving the game of life.
0: So here it is, another chance. Wide awake, you face the day
1: over or has it just begun so let's switch gears because we've had a lot of fun with pop songs from the 90s and now we're going to do a sad song Oh, the Queensryche yes. song. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know anything about... I know very little about Queensryche. I know that they like all hate each other, and the lead singer got like fired from the band eventually over like a name dispute, over like who could use the name Queensryche.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know anything about all that. And okay.
1: Like, most of their
0: music is... kind of generic, like... That whole era of hard rock, uh, yeah. theatrical hard rock, yeah, theatrical hard rock. I'll Perfect. tell you
1: that I saw, I like when I saw that I could recognize the name right away, and I was like, I I know that this is a band, and I remember I remember seeing one of their CDs yeah. all the time yes. in the queues in the record store and like Walmart. Yeah, well, um, I mean,
0: queue's pretty thin, so it's, it's hard like to them guess. and
1: Queen. Yeah, um, so. You're not a big Queensryche fan, then I take it. And this is just a specific song that you have selected because you have a association with it, correct? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, so the deal with the song Silent Lucidity.
1: Yeah, um, what a title, too.
0: Yeah, it's... Have you... You've listened to the song. I
1: listened to the beginning of it, and the guy's voice is very dramatic. Yes. And it's all very theatrical. Um yeah. Um
0: So, like, people who know the song and know roughly what it's about, minus the whole, like, you can control your world with your mind or whatever. That whole (laughs) thing set aside. um, (laughs) It's actually a really cool song um, about, you know, losing a very close loved one. And, uh, you know, learning how to cope with a world in which they are no longer a part Okay. Of. And, uh... Yeah, it was actually played at uh, The Wake, um, which unfortunately I was unable to go, oh, no. but uh... Yeah, a close friend who passed okay. several years ago, okay. that, that was the song that he <coughs> requested be played. Wow, that's heavy. It is heavy. Every time I hear that song, I kind of choke up a little. Smiling
1: next to you in silent lucidity. had you heard this before that or was this like your introduction to like um i had heard the
0: song okay. um, i was introduced to that song and you know sparse other queensrike songs through your friend my friend okay
1: okay but um Shoot. yeah that that one that one really stuck out yeah that's yeah, so is it tough for you to listen to this? Do you, like, not like to listen to it because it makes you... Uh,
0: actually, I love to listen okay. to it because, okay. you know, it, it brings up memories. Sure. And even though it's sad, you know. It was still good times. Okay, okay,
1: all right. Why Why was this song specifically picked to be played at his uh, his service? Do you know why? Just because um, you liked it so much or the, the meaning behind it?
0: It, uh the the meaning behind that song for him uh-huh. uh i believe is because um his later to be wife uh-huh. um that was the song that he sang at a party that won her over wow wow so, yeah she, this is
1: really emotional it that's, really uh, is yeah, that's, yeah, wow, yeah wow 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 that's wild I can't imagine someone singing that and winning someone over with it, though.
0: I mean, you know, this was... It was different times. I'm smiling next to you
1: Come to the portion of the program to discuss um, uh, independent film. Oh, good. Yeah. Are you ready? I am here. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: this will be a
1: thing for sure. So you and you sent me you sent me all these tunes that you wanted to do, and you said that this one you were not a big soundtrack guy. But you were getting into soundtrack. This soundtrack specifically was one.
0: Yeah. um, So, the soundtrack to this film, Swiss Army Man, uh, which is the most ridiculous film I have ever seen in my life to date. Um, I'm sure there will be more.
1: But, um... This is how... What is this from? Is it from, like, three years ago? Four years ago? Uh, three or four. Okay. Yeah, um...
0: (laughs) Well, i talked to you about the album uh while getting ready yeah, for all this yeah, and yeah. you said that you listened to some of it i listened
1: and, uh... to this and i was like i my so the let's for the people listening at home um swiss army man if you have not seen it which i haven't and if you're not familiar with it i'm vi- like i'm marginally familiar with it cuz i mm-hmm. think i watched the trailer and i was very confused Paul Dano is on a desert island? Uh, so, yeah, the... Why don't you set this up for us, buddy? The...
0: Not to spoil too much, but, uh... Yeah, the movie starts with Paul Dano. Um, he is on a very small deserted island, um... Getting ready to hang himself. Okay. uh,
1: So it's a feel-good comic romp? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Comic romp for
1: sure. Okay. Um...
0: But uh, while he's standing there trying to work himself up to
1: actually do it, to actually yeah.
0: step off of his igloo cooler or whatever the hell he's got, um, <laughs> he's, he's humming this tune, okay, which yeah. um, is basically the melody for the entire album okay. and throughout the movie. Okay. <gasps> term is hauntingly beautiful. Sure. Um, and just as he is about to step off, he sees a... Uh, the body of a man on the, the shore. edge of the okay. beach okay. in the surf okay. and uh, you know, goes to try and see what's up with this guy forgetting that he's wearing a noose and um, you know hangs for a moment and the cord snaps but uh... I don't know. Without getting into too many, you know, theories or whatever, I'm pretty sure he died in that moment. Uh-huh, but, uh And this is all
1: a hallucination? Yeah. Okay.
0: Because the rest of the movie is just way too out there
1: to be anything. So, it's a it's a buddy comedy yeah. of sorts. Yeah. With Paul Dano playing opposite uh, Harry Potter himself. Yes. Daniel Radcliffe. Dan- Danny Radcliffe. Um... I don't think we spoil too much by saying that Daniel Radcliffe is a corpse. Yes. He per- he, uh, but he is a magical corpse. Sure. Is that kind of the, like a rudimentary explanation? Uh, yes. Okay. He's, he's magic, or Paul Dano is absolutely insane. Okay. Or both. So, and I remember seeing the trailer for this and being like, "I don't think I'm on. I don't think I'm going to do this. I'm sorry." But I was just kind of like, "This is so strange. What? Uh, like, in what world?" Does this script land across Daniel Radcliffe's desk? And he's, like, signing up. I'm on You know, board for I this. mean,
0: it comes down to easy money, I suppose. Dude never has to work again in his life. He's counting all those Harry Potter checks. Yeah, like... but I mean, like, look at child stars. They blow through their money. Not to name any names, but, uh, you know, there's a certain boy from a certain movie that took place in Chicago. And he
1: <laughs> went on a roller coaster called Life. But then he made that uh, Velvet Underground uh, pizza-themed cover band. Okay. And now he's... <laughs> you, you don't know about the Pizza Underground? I don't. We can talk about the Pizza Underground oh, some other time. Yeah. Um, so what on earth prompted you to see, like, the description for Swiss Army Man or, like, hear about it and be like, you know what, I'm fascinated by this and I want to sit down and watch it?
0: Um, so I didn't necessarily choose to watch it but i also didn't fight it i okay. had i had never seen any synopsis for this okay, movie okay. or seen a trailer or anything. So did you like even that. know you knew nothing about it i knew nothing about this movie i saw the cover uh-huh. and that was it and i said okay whatever <laughs> and uh that kid that lives across the street From you, shout out to Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. Hey Kyle, future guest of the podcast. Oh, good. Yeah, that'll be fun. (laughs) You should you should do a podcast with him, and then bring us both on. And oh boy. I don't know. That'll be a different type of show.
1: I don't know if I'm ready to handle that, but I I definitely don't know if the listening audience in podcast land would be ready for that, but maybe we can work towards it. Yeah, maybe someday. So, Kyle wanted to watch this, or Uh, you watched it with Kyle? Kyle had seen the movie, uh, and then he
0: let me borrow the DVD, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, immediately upon finishing the movie, I text him, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Um, <laughs> but it's it's something that, you know, you think on it, and it grows on you. Okay. And you think of all the metaphors okay. and everything. Okay, all right. But uh, one of the most important parts of that movie, uh-huh. and it actually takes place um, pretty close to where the song that I selected. Selected. Yeah. what did um, you
1: picked? Um, it's me... called Cave Ballad. Yeah, I was like, let me get my laptop um, back up. And this is very short. It, um, is, it is a very short song, but. Um, and this was what prompted me to ask if this was a musical because Paul Dano is like singing at the end of this kind of. Yeah,
0: Paul Dano sings throughout the. Okay, the, but you would never call it a musical? I wouldn't necessarily say musical, but it is a musically driven
1: film. film. Okay, all right.
0: Uh, not quite musical.
1: What, of all the songs on the score, because I presume you like the whole score. I do. Um, what, what made you pick this one specifically?
0: This one... Um, this was the first time in the movie that he sort of explained the melody. Um, the song he hums, the melody that most of the album follows. Okay. Um, he explains it as being a song that his mother taught him when he was a child... But he couldn't remember the words And in this particular song The first line is Crazy, I'm fucking crazy And There's just something about it that It, it kind of speaks To the soul for people who are Not all there Yeah, I was gonna say, I fucking
1: felt that like, Yeah, I, I get it, I get it
0: Crazy I'm fucking crazy Just maybe
1: I'll make it a Oh.
0: Yeah, but, uh, the reason why I chose that song, uh, besides it being the explanation of the melody, um, shortly before he sings the song, Mm -hmm. there's a line in the movie that is just amazing. Um, he's talking with Daniel Radcliffe, Mm -hmm. trying to spark memories in him, Mm -hmm. um, and Daniel Radcliffe's character starts humming the theme to Jurassic Park, and uh, and then claims to not know what he was humming. And uh, Paul Dano says, "If you don't know Jurassic Park, you don't know shit," which I feel is
1: the truest statement <laughs> ever. Um, is this like a like a weekend at Bernie's kind of thing at all? Uh, yeah, if, okay. uh,
0: if everybody was absolutely insane.
1: Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board and I'm actually morbidly curious about this now. Uh, Maybe I should watch it.
0: You absolutely should. Find it on the internet. Uh, talk to Kyle. He could have, you know, a hookup. <laughs> he, he knows a guy.
1: I thought you were going to be like, Kyle has six copies. He will dole them out. Kyle has
0: one copy okay. and it is lent out to a friend going on Facebook. Four or seven months now. That's
1: unfortunate.
0: It is incredibly unfortunate. We're pretty (laughs) sure it's lost forever. But he bought it on Voodoo. I'm sure he would give you the the
1: code to check it out. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. You don't know what Voodoo is? (sighs) I know what like the religion (laughs) is. Yeah, no, not not that. I know the name of the album by D'Angelo. Not that either. It's uh, you know. Voodoo. V- Vudu? Yeah, Vudu. Is it a it's like a streaming service?
0: Uh, not so much streaming as it, you know, it's like Redbox without having to leave the house. So that sounds amazing.
1: really comforting actually. <laughs> it really is.
0: It's more expensive than Redbox. Oh, that's not but, comforting. Uh, I don't like this anymore.
1: Convenience fees. You don't have to leave the house ever. That's like a the lesser of two evils yeah 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 um do you have any other final words of wisdom or any other bits you want to say for the podcast
0: um no when it comes to words of wisdom you have to catch me in a real tight spot in my life
1: I forgot to ask you one question that I opened the last episode with, and if you're not prepared to discuss it, that's okay, or don't have an answer, that's okay. I asked Vicky what her earliest music-related memory was. Do you know that off the top of your head for yourself? Um
0: yeah, actually okay. um unfortunately oh boy. Here my we go. Here we go. My earliest memories of just music uh-huh. in general. Yeah. Uh for some reason my parents liked country. Oh boy. And you know, my dad sort of still does or something. But uh <laughs> shout out to Wes's parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh Garth Brooks was oh, that was the jam at the time.
1: Yeah. Just Friends in Low Places, man. You know, May I say that, so I grew up, I'm a, I'm a couple years older than you, and I grew up uh, in, during my like teen years in a house, my mother played a lot of country music, a lot of Garth Brooks. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I have a very work, like a vast working knowledge of country music from 1994 to 2001. Okay. Um, I didn't like any of it at the time. But this is, again, going back to kind of like the can you appreciate it later. Some of Garth Brooks, I would say that those are bangers. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we're in Minnesota and there are weddings and, you know, that is a song that will come up. Friends Friends in Little Places. places. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I can appreciate what he's doing. Uh, You know, he he earned his fame. He seems just like a nice charismatic man. Yeah, sure. He kind of reminds me of my uncle. Um,
1: But, you know. Not, know, not 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 in, like, a weird way or anything <laughs> like that. Um, do you remember when Garth Brooks did his other identity and released an album as someone named Chris Gaines? I have never heard of this, but okay. I might actually have to look it up. It happened 20 years ago. Oh. 1999. He made an album, a concept album, um, that was to serve as the pre-soundtrack to a film that he wanted to make about like a tortured rock and roll performer okay and the name of the artist was chris gaines and he released this album and no one really understood what on earth he was doing and why he was doing it and nothing ever happened okay with it after that so
0: so like was he trying to raise money through album sales to make his movie i don't
1: remember if he needed like if the movie hadn't even been written and he just came up with this idea or like how elaborate this all was but he it was like he released a single he grew a soul patch he wore like a wig it was like this shaggy like stringy black hair um there were fake album covers of the chris gaines uh canon in the liner notes for this cd that he released okay yeah it's it was a fascinating experiment that failed miserably but i think about it all the time
0: so wait this album Mm -hmm. was it country or was it no it was pop it was like pop rock pop rock yeah from chris gaines aka garth Garth Brooks. brooks yeah
1: yeah I'm gonna look it up you need to look that up when you get home today I don't
0: don't like any of it but I'm (laughs) probably going to listen to it on the way home right after I cry about Sixpence and the
1: Richer yeah see if Google Play or whatever has uh, the Chris Gaines album and you can um, you can rock out to it and get back to me on your thoughts, we could have a whole podcast about Chris Gaines. God, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can certainly try. Okay, um, Wesley, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day and taking, and especially coming up with tunes to play and doing it so quickly too, because you didn't like labor over them. You just fired this list like right back to me. And yeah, I no, I mean, that. I
0: I probably could have come up with like I don't know at least ten more songs, <sighs> but. Uh... This is good. Yeah, I listen to music. I have I have a 30-minute drive to and from work, so
1: I I have a lot of car songs. That's good. That's good. Um, well, thank you again for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. It was fun. I'm glad you had fun. Yes. At least one of us did. <laughs>